0: Hey, hey, welcome back. We've got an incredible guest. Episode two of this brand new series from Podcast Row when I was a top podcaster in New York City. I'm so excited to introduce this guest to you today. This is Danielle Strobel. She makes a habit of keeping things interesting. So throughout her career, she has gravitated to projects, large and small, that have challenged her and taught her the ins and out of non-traditional environments. After 20 years of following the path through business with expertise in financial accounting and business strategy, she began began to consult others to craft their ideal business and lifestyle. During her own career pivot, she mastered the art of working with people to help them realize their best life, both professionally and personally. The love of inspired design, value of a great brand, and desire for connected experiences led her to launch the beautifully designed Keller Street Co Work in Petaluma, California. Now she is at the helm of Keller Street Cowork, where she takes her project management and people skills to new heights. Most days you can find Danielle engaging with each and every member of this community, ensuring that everyone in the community has what they need to be their most inspired and supported in their business endeavors. An avid podcast listener, Danielle, has taken this interest to creating her own podcast. I'm not going to lie, recording in her newly built studio within the walls of Keller Street Cowork. Each week, she focuses on connecting deeply with inspired guests and their story, as well as the topics and business that interest her. You definitely want to go check her out. We will have all of the links in the show notes here for you, but go ahead and just let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to another episode of fiercely unstoppable I'm so excited we've got another really special incredible guest today Danielle Strobel I'm so happy you're here thank
1: you thank you for having me I'm excited as well
0: yay (laughs) (laughs) well why don't you just get us started by telling us what do you do and then how do you get to where you are today
1: that's a great story. I love it. <laughs> Tell us. Um, I'm a co-founder of a co-working space in Petaluma, California, which is about 40 minutes north of San Francisco. So fun. Um, it was a long and winding road to get there, yeah. but um, definitely my mission is to create community. We're mm. not what a lot of people think of co-working space as just a space to plop your computer get some work, be super productive, which you can do all of that. But I really focus on building a community. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in a smaller town. There's only about 60,000 people in our town. And um, everybody wants to just be a part of everybody's life. So it's really important to me for that. But I'll tell you the community focused um, like thing wasn't really a thing for me until I was Well into my 40s, probably. Um, And it's, it's bringing me joy. It's bringing me, you know, a lot of love, but it's definitely not the space I've operated in all my life.
0: I'm so excited to talk about community on this podcast episode because when I was traveling the world full-time, it was one of the biggest things that I realized I did not have access to Mm -hmm. and I needed it more than anything. For sure. And that's still something I'm trying to build as I'm trying to establish in a semi-new city, even though it's not new, but it feels new. But it's one of those things that is so important. And I think we should honestly just dive straight into that. Yeah, of course. What do you feel are the top reasons why community is important for people to have, especially entrepreneurs?
1: You know. um, People who
0: work from home. I feel like that's that's a good people to It is.
1: It's also, you know, it's great for small businesses and even big businesses who sometimes get so big that you're not really connected to people either.
0: Well, and it gets to the point where you keep like, achieving success but it still feels so alone
1: yeah you're isolated for <sighs> sure for sure i mean i generally speaking i think human connection is what could make the world a better place if you want to get you know silly about it and in no, serious at I the same it. time it sounds we're here I'm to gonna, make the world a I'm better, make place. The world better. <laughs> um but you know i lived a life that felt very disconnected and isolating and and yeah. without that community telling me that um, i could do it or giving me um, a collaborative like opportunity to test things out or try new things Mm -hmm. or or even just trade ideas you know everything i'm doing i run a mastermind group actually out of this co-working space and it's pretty fun and there's a moment in which, like, you put out there into the room mm-hmm. the challenge you're having or the, you know, Art. the thing that you're building. Yeah. And there's all of these great minds who do things yes. completely differently that you... They give you another perspective and you think, oh my gosh, I could totally do that. This and I didn't even think so about that.
0: so important. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because how, how our brain works is it's almost like we see out of this little box. Right. But there's all these boxes outside of our box. Right. But we can't see that mm-hmm. because we're in our own box. Yet when we have all these other minds that can come together as a community who truly, ultimately just want to support each other. Yeah. I think that's the beautiful, another beautiful thing about building community is that it doesn't feel competitive. Right. It doesn't feel like this something that, oh, well, she was able to achieve that or he was able to achieve that, but well I can't because he did that now. Right. It's this, hey, I have an idea for you. Oh my gosh, I have an idea for you. And I have an idea to build up that idea. Exactly. And it's this communicative process that just blossoms into something really I mean there's beautiful.
1: so much to go around. Yeah. I think the uh, the mindset of lack is so prevalent especially in business, you yeah. know, everybody's like, you know, they're very um, territorial about ideas and about mm-hmm. um, you know, possibilities and it's like, no, there's there's so much to go around and there's yeah. so many people who want to help you get there that it's like you know, just op- just open up to open the idea. Up to it. And I for think, sure. You
0: know, because of the fear that we don't know that people want to help us, yeah. people don't open up.
1: Right. It's true. I'm I'm hoping to help change that even if it's Absolutely. in a small way. You know, you bring people into a space where they feel really good and they feel um nourished and and connected and safe to just put their stuff out into the world and then they're like, "Oh, this is a thing," you know, and they yeah. start talking about it. And hopefully the ripple effect of Absolutely. Of building communities can really like navigate its way through the world.
0: So obviously communication, more ideas, the support. What else do you feel like community really brings to an individual who really needs it?
1: You know, for me specifically, I don't have any family where I live. so yeah, is I. so hard. It is hard. It um, hard. I didn't realize how hard it was until I actually built the community, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, there's all these people here who are interested in what I'm doing and who are um, collaborating with me. And yeah. even sometimes I'm just – I just created this thing a couple of months ago where we just – I was like, I'm doing Sunday dinners. I'll do oh, it just once a month, fun. and we have this giant, beautifully <laughs> custom-made wood table in the middle of this huge wow. room. So I'm like, just show up. I don't care how many of you show up, even if it's just one of you. I'll bring a bottle of wine. You bring something to eat, and we're just gonna sit here. And people are really interested in that. That's I. Yeah,
0: I would come. All right, next time I'm in <laughs> San Francisco area, I will let you know. Yeah, and then I will come to your Sunday dinner. We have fun. It's <laughs> like a
1: playground. Also, like I just I have sometimes I'm reading a magazine and yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds like something fun. Let's do that. And yeah. you know, sometimes it's a bust, and sometimes it works. And
0: yeah. you know,
1: it's fun to play.
0: How did you create this? place to be more than just a co-working space so what else do you guys do that makes it an enhanced place rather than just a place that hey i'm gonna come work mm-hmm. and get shit done
1: i mean the fact that i do cartwheels through the space actually lightens like, up the- <laughs> i was like I'm literally kind of kidding, but not really no i literally there are days where i will walk into the room and i'll sing something really loud and i don't have a great singing voice or i'll do a cartwheel <laughs> Or I'll, you know, I'll throw a paper towel at somebody. So (laughs) it helps to lighten up the mood and keep everybody from being too serious. But I mean, we do all kinds of fun stuff, and and we, you know, we do big. We live in wine country, so we do big wine events, and we always invite new people from the community who do new things. We do chili cook-offs, and um, there's a group of guys who who joined. They met when they got there, and now they have a basketball team. And there's like ten guys who go every Thursday and play basketball, and. I think, generally speaking, even if you have a family at home or you have a circle of friends, people are craving this, like deeper connection, yes. um to people who are potentially like-minded. Right? Not Absolutely. that they have to be like-minded, but it but, helps. But the
0: potential it 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 one hundred percent helps. Yeah. You know, because we outgrow people, we go we outgrow situations, we right. outgrow experiences, and so when we are connected with those people who are, I think, growth-minded at least. Yes. People who want to continue to work and strive towards being better.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think that's what co working spaces bring a lot. And yeah. it sounds like you bring even more with this community aspect. And I'm like, I want to be a part of this. <laughs> I'm like, I want to do some research. So, it's so fun. I guess that kind of expands uh, my question. I was going to ask you this later, but I feel like maybe now's the proper time. What are your thoughts for the future? Are you thinking about expanding this into multiple cities?
1: yeah so that was my original intent it's been an evolution i mean honestly when i opened the doors it was only about the space for me so i was really geeking out on a beautiful design
0: i feel like right it was just you
1: totally (laughs) do it's so beautiful um and then the the community aspect evolved and i thought well that that's really what this is about um and originally i thought yes i would love to maybe have a handful of these in second tier markets and and create these but what i and I, that's still not off the table, yeah, but also because I've become so connected to the group of people there, and it does you know turn over a little bit, but they feel like family, so right. I almost I don't know I'm, I kind of liken it to the idea of like a set of parents who have one one child and like, hmm, if we have another one, does like does that take away <laughs> from the first one? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of one of those scenes that it's a thought, but you know, and I right, if we talk about like removing ourselves from this situation, it's like, would that be the next step? Because I could see so many people benefiting from a space like this. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of co-working spaces exist. I, you know, I can honestly say I haven't looked enough into it to, which I need to, to establish myself in multiple communities and different places as you travel and and have things as well. Um, I love the coffee shop vibe. So if I could get that kind of energy and a co-working space, I would be there absolutely all the time.
1: Yes, I think that um quite honestly, something that interests me is this idea of other people who are doing who want to do something similarly mm-hmm. of my being able to just help them guide you know help guide them through that process. I don't have to own it, but I have so many mistakes under my belt and so many yeah. awesome wins under my belt, and I'm so happy to share that information that yeah. I, something like this can definitely be created. In all of the cities. Um, And they don't have to be big cities. And also, another, um, Another idea that people have about co-working spaces, I feel like I should kind of debunk this myth a little bit, you know. I love it. Some people are like, no, I just need a quiet space to work because that's how I focus. Um, and that's respectable for sure. Yeah. But co-working spaces aren't always the place where you feel like, oh, God, all the people are going to talk to me all the time and I can't get anything done. Yeah. It's really not like that. But what happens is, you just mentioned the coffee shop vibe. Mm-hmm. When you're in a mode of thinking or focusing on your work and you're – even if by osmosis, hearing conversations from other people and there are words coming out and there are different energies that are coming mm. out and all of a sudden you're like, huh, wait a minute, that just made me think of this. And you're not even paying attention to the conversation, yeah. but there's movement, there's like energy moving around you mm-hmm. and suddenly... Your way of thinking goes from being so narrow to so wide on your own project, and it's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, I went to art school, so uh, fun
0: fact about me. If you did not know that, I went to art school, and one of my favorite things about being in the community of artists is you are submerged in all things art. Yeah. So you walk into the different mediums of different rooms, and there's someone there working on their masterpiece, working on their next yeah. project, you walk by and you're like, hey, what, what are you working on like what's what's happening here And exactly. I feel like a co-working space is almost mm-hmm. like that, which makes me want to be a part of something like yeah. that even more because that is one of the biggest things I miss about being in college was this, right. this space where people were constantly creating in a way that they were so passionate about yeah and it sounds like you've built this really beautiful space. For people to come together to maybe collaborate, to come with new yeah. ideas, but also, hey, if you want a space to kind of work, get your work done, you can do that as well.
1: Yeah, I, you know, the other day I was doing some work and I was kind of trying to recap my last eighteen months. We we opened in uh, May of two
0: thousand and eighteen. Oh my gosh, it's like maybe an exciting. I know, I know. So I didn't fun.
1: sleep for the first year, so like now I'm starting to actually feel time. like I can. You know. um, I counted without even thinking hard about it. Thirty plus collaborations in one wow. form, one form or another, that have happened with people who didn't even know each other eighteen months ago, or even twelve months ago, and they're everything from like new businesses that have started based on relationships in the space yeah. to young businesses who suddenly like, oh my gosh, I need an SEO person. Look at it, Eric's doing that. And yeah. I need a strategic guy. And look, Shane's doing that. And, and oh, by what, the way, Yon's like doing video.
0: That would be great. Yeah. You know, so 30 too.
1: different collaborations that have happened in less than two years. Um, wow. And that makes me feel good. It's like, okay, I just... Here you go. I built you a nest, and all of you guys are getting ready to fly the coop. And oh my gosh, that just—it yeah, it makes me good. so
0: happy to 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 hear about those opportunities and to hear about people and their excitement about doing things together. Yeah, you know, I feel like the more we can grab onto each other and say, "All right, let's do this together." Together, right? And I think that's a really beautiful space to be. And as people who work from home, and as people who, especially entrepreneurs. Like we talked about earlier, it gets, it gets really lonely. Mm-hmm. And that's why communi- you know, communication as well as community is so important. Yeah. So what, what was that defining moment for you where you decided, I need to open up a co-working space?
1: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, I can tell you the exact moment, the exact year. I'm ready. <laughs> I, it was 2012. Okay. And I was sitting in an old slaughterhouse turned creative community in Madrid, Spain. Oh, And right. I was helping launch another business. And I, I literally remember the moment that I looked up from my laptop and I was sitting in this cafe and people were kind of coming in and there's all this energy. And I was like, this needs to be a thing. And this was before I even really understood yeah. what co-working was. Um, so that was 2012. Fast forward to 2017. Um, and I was like, hmm. now co-working was on my radar. I was working from home. I was doing way too much freaking laundry and dishes during the workday. And I was lonely. Um, And I was like, this is the time. Like, I need to have a place where I can sit next to some really cool people and just work and and create Mm -hmm. and collaborate and connect and amplify what they're doing so that they can amplify what I'm doing and that's kind of how it happened.
0: That's amazing. And I was just thinking as you were explaining that situation, there's so many times when I'm in my home that I want to get work done, but I start to notice different things that need to get done as well around the house. Exactly. Or oh, the dishes need to be done, or I really should put in some laundry. And yes, I love the beauty of having the flexibility to kind of do all of the things. Mm -hmm. However, it takes away the focus of, what I actually need to do. And let's be honest, if we're in procrastination land, it's really easy, easy to jump into, oh, okay, like I can do that later and I'll just, you know, get to it at some yeah, point and completely. I'll do the next thing. But being in this space, it sounds like a completely different yeah. experience to be able to, hey, get away from that, get out of the house. Yeah that's huge for your mental health as well
1: you know there is something to be said something i've been learning in the last couple of years is that generally speaking i don't naturally transition well from one experience or one moment to another um those lines become very blurry for me especially if i'm working from home one of the things that i've created in this space um is like change of change of scenery change of venue change Mm. of texture so we've got You know, standing areas and sitting areas and couches and lounges and photography studios and walls with different, like, textures of uh, wallpaper and stuff. And being able to get up and move into another space. Mm -hmm. And that goes with the same thing with home. Like, you you, most people, when they work from home, they have a dedicated space where all their stuff is played out, right? So you kind of just sit in that same focus area um, unless you get up to do your dishes or something. And then all of a sudden, your day just went from morning till night, and you're not sure what happened in the middle there because there are no, like, transition times. Um, that's so
0: fascinating that you talk about this because lately I've been feeling like I've been losing time. Exactly. And maybe that's, it's maybe exactly that's what, what it is. is. Yeah. It's because I'm not <laughs> leaving my house enough yeah. or I'm not tra- changing my – Just change your venue. Well, it's, yeah. it's changing your state, right? It's getting out of a certain situation and abrupting what's going on right. to moving or – Getting into a different emotion or whatever that is—it's changing the the normality of what's been happening mm-hmm. so far, um, which is absolutely absolutely incredible. Now, okay, I have to ask this, and I don't know if you are—you're like, well, my co-working space is a lot different, but I don't know if. When I picture a co-working space, so like, let's debunk this if this is not true. My biggest fear as someone who, hey, I got to get on the phone sometimes. Right. I have to talk to clients sometimes, and, and sometimes meaning a lot of times, yeah. or I need to go live on Facebook and mm-hmm. do videos and and being able to have a space where I can do that.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's one of those things that I'm like, but why would I get an office at a co-working space when I have an office at home? Right. And then I get to the point where I'm just like, well, I just won't even go. Yeah.
1: So... We have built in for that. So we do have conference rooms that mm-hmm. members and even non-members can rent if you need a whole conference room, and they're all super teched out with big TVs and AV yeah. and all of that. But we also have these soundproof, air-conditioned, with device plugs, phone booths. There's three big ones, and they're big enough for you to, like, they're half the size of this table, yeah. right? You sit in there, you put your laptop off, you can have, like, a A video call. You can do. You can do a podcast. You can do all of that in a
0: space where you're able to. I'm a loud talker,
1: and I. So I'm I'm like. I'm with you. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I need to close the door do. somewhere because yeah. everybody's going to, like, they're going to punch me in the well, head. That's what right? I was always so yeah. worried
0: about. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to disrupt, like, no. everybody's workflow because,
1: yeah, baby girl you over to- here
0: has a client call that right. I need to get on to. Yeah, we
1: have a lot of, a lot of that. A lot of people have yeah. to do client calls. And also, we're not a library. I mean, I think right. there are some spaces that are like, okay. everybody's, shh, shh, shh. we're not right. that. Like, but also, so for you and I, yes, we would, they would be like, get the hell in a room. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else that they, can have a conversation that's just like at a regular tone then probably having a call at the front table is not that big of a deal in fact right. people do it all the time but yeah definitely there are, we've built in for that so so and i have a, lot a of question spaces. too
0: kind of like sidetracking on that and kind of just going along with that what do you suggest with obviously there's people people want different things when someone's looking for a co-working space mm-hmm. what are the must-haves that they need to really decide if that space is for them
1: well, I think it comes down to the way you work, right, and what your priorities are. So for me, it's I'm very social, and I do like having that energy around. Yeah, A lot of co-working spaces also have private offices in there. So you find a space. If you need a private office, find one that has private offices that you can do that, or find one that has conference rooms. Um, I encourage you to find a space that has a very large community area. We have a big mm. community kitchen. So imagine sitting at the front table, and you're working, and as you walk to the kitchen, you pass... 13 cool people and then you go into the kitchen and somebody else is having lunch right next to you. Um, yeah. It's it's a great opportunity to, again, get out of your work mode. Um, but I think really, quite honestly, people have to determine what their mode of working is. And also, things that something people don't realize, you don't just have to go be a member. Right. You usually can buy a day pass yes. and try it. Or try it buy out. a punch card that's got five days on it and try yes. it out. And if it works for you, Great! If it doesn't, no harm, no foul. You have a new, you know, a new experience under your belt.
0: I love that. I think that's such a great encouragement too to let people know, hey, you know what? Not every space is going to be the perfect space for you, but go try it for a day, mm-hmm. see what it's like, and see if you like the energy of exactly. it, because. I, I love the opportunity for people to kind of come together and have that. And it sounds like you've created, like, that's where I'm like, all right, expand already. Like, come on, like, put it out into the world. It could so happen. It could happen. happen. Like, I don't think I'm moving to California. And bonus, so.
1: I built a podcast studio in mine. so <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, you could even find, that's yep. see, that's incredible. I being able that. to have all of the opportunities for people mm-hmm. to, to try new things. And I love that you built something out of something that you desired to have within your exactly and you realize wow i need to get out of my house more and had those moments of I-, I want that community again and so many people are searching for that but i'd love to ask you know someone who for someone who has a desire on their heart and they're like i i want to build something like this but they're still kind of fearful they're mm-hmm. like i don't really know how this is going to work or how this is going to look yeah what advice do you have for them
1: I'll tell you exactly the advice that I, I took, um, mm. and that is you you create the desire, whatever that is, and you acknowledge it, and you just put it out into the freaking universe. I yeah. didn't know eight years ago that yeah. I was going to build a co-working space. Absolutely. I had no idea. I just knew that, oh my gosh, this is something that I want. In the yeah. meantime, I joined a co-working space because mm. I was like, this was great. <laughs> and then um, I collaborated with people that I really like to surround myself with, yeah. and those connections led me to the connection which allowed me to invest in a working space wow. so it yeah. was just put it out into the universe and
0: so it's like identify the desire and know and trust that it's going to unfold perfectly exactly yeah. as it's meant to and you know releasing the how i think we always have to remember that with manifesting mm-hmm. it's not that you don't do work it's just you release how it's all going to come together how it's going
1: to look in the end and in right. what timing right for sure uh, The timing. I mean, I'm the square peg into a round hole girl, right? So (laughs) this is a new evolution for me, um, but I'm embracing it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So this podcast is all about becoming fiercely unstoppable, of course. So can you tell us about a specific time in your life that you overcame an obstacle, Mm -hmm. but when you did, you just felt victorious?
1: Very recent, Um, especially so right before I opened this co-working space, I was in a a very unhealthy marriage. And quite honestly, I was in a a 20-year career in a a place that just didn't suit me anymore. And um, it sounds easy. It wasn't. But I chucked it all. I just I left the career. I left the marriage and I hit bottom. And unfortunately for me, that's what it took. I had to climb my way out in, in a state of like survival, um, and then at that point I was like, "All right, if I'm going to build myself back up, I'm going to do it on my terms," which yeah. I had never done before, and I was just intentional about what was interesting to me and following that, and being able to loosen up on that, and if it was going to go into another direction, yeah. So and I think sure.
0: having those pivotal moments like that, it's understanding that it's okay that this is happening, and being able to look forward to the future again and start dreaming and realizing, okay, well, what do I want my life to look like? What, you know, if I'm not excited and happy about where I am right now, where could it be? How do I, how do I want to feel? And I think that when we get caught up in situations where it's not the ideal situation, it's not really what we desired, we kind of lose track of how we actually want to feel Yeah, or almost forget that. Forget so it. I love that you shared that. I appreciate you opening up and, oh, and sharing you. that message. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I want to ask you. So I think, I guess the last thing I want to ask is when it comes to community and when it comes to connecting with others, what advice do you have for someone who, is maybe a little bit more shy, who mm-hmm. maybe doesn't really know how to take the first step, how to find the space, but even, okay, I'm in the space, now right. what? Right, now
1: what? I would say, let let the community come to you. Put yourself in the literal space that you know that this could be a possibility mm-hmm. and just sit and do your thing and, what's gonna ha- and do it again and do it tomorrow and do it next week and the community is going to notice you and if it's a community that's worth you being a part of they're gonna pull you in
0: yeah and I think that's also just goes to show that there's you know there's leaders and followers for a reason and so it's it's one of those things that you have to take the first step to be able to be invited but then
1: receive the invitation exactly take the next first step
0: yes one step at a time one step at a time yeah this is awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you tell us where people can find you? Especially, okay, list again, where is this at? What is happening here? How can people (laughs) find you? And hopefully you'll be in new cities soon. But then of course, where they can look you up online. Do you have an online community as well of people?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm doing a lot of stuff. The coworking is my, my big baby right now. Yeah. Um, but I, the best way to reach me is just at Danielle com. It'll take you to the co, working community. Awesome. It'll take you to the podcast. Um, and I would just say to people like we're in the North Bay, we're North of San Francisco. And I have actually members that would prefer to come up to where we are than to go to a coworking space in the city. So that's easily accessible. Um, but if, If it's interesting, if community is interesting, if co-working is interesting, I would say Google it, you know, yeah. find what's in your area, yeah. find out, um, how you work and just give it a try. It's like no harm, no foul. If you don't like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. This was awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank us. you
0: guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the fiercely unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.